Hello, everyone, and welcome to CVU Quantum Radio Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with your host, Claudia Pareco. Karmic Astrology is presented by Explore Astrology with Susan Reynolds. She has worked as a karmic astrologer for the last 35 years. Karmic Astrology traces the soul's evolution from past lives into the current life, setting the stage for a great journey of free choice in this incarnation. Look at your past, present, and future with Karmic Astrology. Astrologer and intuitive healer Susan Reynolds speaks astrology as a language of life, a positive, living, and a breathing language of human possibility. Before each reading, Susan meditates upon the chart in question and sees visions of that person's past lives and how they are impacting her current life. During her show, Susan has pre-selected some callers for different types of readings. If time allows, she will take additional live callers. If you want to be considered for your future show with Susan, please go to www.charlotteview.net, look for Susan Reynolds under our monthly shows tab, and fill out the request. Susan lives in the Charlotte, North Carolina area and attends various fairs and events. To find out locations or contact Susan Reynolds outside of the show, please go to her website, www.exploreastrology.com. Com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays to see View and listen to all our shows. Go to charlotteview.net and look on their monthly shows. Find our podcast directory and listen to us live or on demand. Now, let's find out what is coming up in the stars and who are the lucky callers of the day. Karmic Astrology with Susan Reynolds. Today, we are bringing more information to our listeners and callers than ever before. And that is because on each opportunity that you have to listen to Susan, there's always something that you never knew that she can bring us an awareness of, and especially about the stars the planets, and the influences that they have on our daily lives. It is so incredible how much you can find when you have a, a natal chart reading. And uh, you can have a reading on so many things, on your business, on yourself, on your relationship, about your children, about almost anything that you can think of. And during her shows, Susan Reynolds has been showing us how much you can learn and get out of the planets and the stars and the moon, of course, and of her way of relating the stories and putting into ordinary words what many cannot understand from just looking at the natal chart. But let's bring Susan to the show so she can give us right away pertinent information that can make our lives easier. So, Susan, thank you for coming. Oh, no, are you not there? Susan, can you hear me? So this happened the last time. So I'm just going to ask, are all the other listeners on the show here with me? Yes. Okay. So let me, I'm going to call Susan. I don't know what's going on with this, um, the switchboard in the show. It's keep giving, giving us issues, but I'm going to call Susan again. Okay, so here it could be. Susan, can you hear me? 
I can hear you, but I don't think you can hear me. <laughs> yes, I can now. Okay. <laughs> this is what happened on it, Monday. Yes, and they have been trying to fix it up at Block Talk Radio, but I think it's an issue. I don't know, but let's continue. Let's take advantage yeah. of that you're here, and I'm not touching uh, anything, I promise. <laughs> I'm just going to give a blanket apology if we have any technological difficulties. It's something that is beyond the control of Claudia or myself and just one of those um, technological little blips that we run into in in our daily life, unfortunately. I'm going to say I have been an astrologer for more than 35 years, and I love sharing astrology. Every month on my website, which is exploreastrology.com, I put out free predictions for each sign. And that's a way of sharing astrology with the public where you might not need a reading or want a reading or have the money for a reading right now, but you can still check in and see what's going on with your sign. If you don't know this already, every single day on my Facebook page, I will post where the moon is and what it's doing and what you should look out for, some positive ways to use that moon. So again, that's another free way that you can get some astrological information. And if you're not on my mailing list and want to be, um, just Facebook me, Susan Reynolds, or go to my website and give me your email address, and I will add you in. And every month I send out personally to my mailing list information about the new moon and the full moon for the month. So I do everything I can to share astrological information with the public. And, of course, I take callers on the show because I love astrology. And this month in October is not only a busy month in terms of the stars, but it's going to be a busy month for me personally. This Saturday, day after tomorrow, I will be at a Laura Spa in Mooresville. And I will be being part of a one-day workshop or seminar uh, titled Call to Consciousness. And I will join Ed Carlton and Katie Jo Sutton, and the three of us will all be presenting different topics from our specialties. And, of course, I'll be talking about astrology and how to use it to heal those wounded parts of ourselves. So it's at 12 o'clock in Mooresville. Be sure to get there early. It looks like it's going to be crowded. I'm also going to say next Saturday on October 12th, I am going to be again at Alara for their Mind, Body, Spirit Fair. And that starts at 12 o'clock. Parking is free. Entrance is free. You can call Alara Spa and make an appointment with me for whatever time you like. And that's one of the things I like about their Mind, Body, Spirit Spa. It's not just go in and take a look at that sign-up sheet. You get to call in and make your appointment and get assured that when I go in at, I don't know, 2 o'clock, you have your time with me. So if you're looking for a little mini reading, it's usually about 15, 20 minutes, call, sign up. I would love to meet you and read for you. And last, but the biggest event this month is something I'm super, super excited about. It is called Enlighten Up. And it is the first of its kind, Mind, Body, Spirit Expo, that is going to be in Charlotte. On Saturday, October 19th, it is the first time that it is going to be in Charlotte. And I am going to be a part of it. It is a one-day event at the Magnolia Woods Event Center in Huntersville, just north of the city of Charlotte. It opens at 10 a.m. and goes to 5 p.m. There are going to be speakers. There are going to be vendors. There are going to be readers. There's a special self-care room for healing because we're not always good at taking care of ourselves. We are going to have people signing their books. We are looking at maybe getting a labyrinth. We have lots going on for the day. There are activities for the kids. There are free interactive exhibits going on where you can test your ESP or do this or that. And best of all... (coughs) Excuse me. Best of all, if you are in the Charlotte area at 10 a.m. on October 19th, every reader and every healer is going to be giving away their first appointment of the day totally free. You can't call in and reserve that, so be sure to get out there early, and you can sign up once the door is open, and you can go in and have a free session with the reader of your choice or the healer of your choice. And that is our way of giving back to the community. And so get there early because I have a feeling it is going to be super crowded. Um, Last but not least, I told you this is a busy month. On October 11th at 6 o'clock, 
I will be at Alora Spa doing a uh, short, it's about an hour to an hour and a half, full moon circle. And we are going to take a look at the full moon. We are going to talk about what it is doing. Even though the full moon is on the 13th and it's going to be in Aries, we are going to work with the Aries energy on the 11th and see how we can work with the full moon to make it work for us. How does it empower us? How do we activate it? How do we own it instead of it owning us? So as you can tell, there is a lot going on in October. And I'm not surprised because October is a very busy astrological month. We In July, we had four planets retrograde. And little by little, month after month, a planet a month has been turning direct. And in July, Mercury turned direct at the end of the month. In um, August, Saturn, uh, no, Jupiter turned direct on August 11th. In September, Saturn turned direct on September 18th. And now in October, today, October 3rd, Pluto is turning direct. This is going to be especially important for all of you Scorpios out there because this is your ruling planet. And for months, I think since April, it has been retrograde, meaning that it looks like it's moving backwards. And now it's changing direction, and it is going to start look like it's moving forward again, meaning that we have more access to the power and the intensity, to the, the forcefulness of Pluto. And Pluto is all about secrets. It is not lost on me that Pluto is turning direct and bringing up secrets. What are we seeing? All these secret congressional things going on and closed-door hearings and uh, secrets coming to light and things done Things done behind closed doors start to become public. This is true in the world that we live in. It is true in our own personal life. When Pluto is turning direct, things we push down, things we ignore, things we hope to nobody would ever know about us start to come up. So think about those because think about what kind of secrets do you keep because we all usually have something we probably wouldn't want to appear on the evening news. So some of those secrets may be hurtful. Some of those secrets may be healing to come up and out and release from that. Only you can decide that. But as Pluto starts to move into direct motion, we are going to see more and more coming up and coming out. And that's not even counting the fact that next month Neptune's going to turn direct. And then in December, uh, Uranus is going to turn direct. And so we are really in for a lot of changes a lot of things happening, and a lot of things moving forward. Well, you know, technically I think it's January that you're on a stretch, but it's so close that I'm going to say December. So we've got some busy, busy planets doing a whole bunch of things in our chart and in our life. So I cannot wait to start sharing with people how this is affecting them. So, Claudia, I am going to ask for the first caller of the evening. Thank you, and that would be Kim. And uh, Kim, can you hear us? Hello? Kim? Hi, it's Camilla. How are you? Kim. Hi. Do you prefer Kim or Camilla? It's, oh, you can call me Kim. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, I have your chart here. And what is it that you would like to know about? Um, I'd actually wanted to know about, um, there was some synastry I wanted you to check out. I had another birthday as well, but I, I'm not sure if you've had it, but um, if not. Now, maybe... I really, um, in, in my profession, if that person is over 18 and has not given permission for that, I don't look at their chart because the chart is personal oh, you don't do and it's private. Okay. So that person would have to contact me and let me know it's okay to look at their chart. Other than that, okay. I can look at your chart because you're the one who's given me permission to look at yours. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to do the synastry. Um, You can just maybe talk about what you see in love, if anything's coming, or, you know, okay. looking for a serious relationship at this point. I'm going to tell you that you've got all this Pisces energy that is around love. And every sign has its high side and has its not-so-high side. Now, the mm-hmm. high side of Pisces is really connecting with your soulmate. 
And I, oh mm-hmm. gosh, I hate using that word. I, sometimes I just call it the S word. I just don't even want to say mm-hmm. soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tend to have a very narrow and sometimes incorrect view of a soulmate. Mm-hmm. We think a soulmate is going to make our life wonderful and we're going to, oh, fall in love and live happily ever after and they're my soulmate. And maybe in some rare instances that happens. But a soulmate can be a parent. A soulmate can be a best friend. A soulmate can be a child. It does not have to be your specific love interest. Although with a chart like this in the indicators, there is a possibility there for you to have a love that really does fulfill you like that, which is very beautiful and a a nice, nice blessing to have in your chart. That's the high side of that energy. The not-so-high side energy is not nearly as much fun. With all of this Pisces energy here, I would tell you, you have to be more careful than most when you are dating and when you fall in love. Because Pisces is all about illusion and deception. So sometimes this can actually be somebody not being totally honest or upfront with us. You know, somebody saying, well, you never asked me if the divorce was final or you never asked me if I was a polygamist, you know, Mm -hmm. this kind of thing. And sometimes it can be just misunderstanding, not outright deception, but, oh, I thought this. No, it's supposed to be that way. With Pisces there, you have to be very clear about asking all the questions. And I I Mm -hmm. joke around and I say when somebody's got Pisces that relates to their love life, I always tell them, don't lend them money. I don't care what they say or how much interest they tell you they're going to pay you or when they'll have it back, don't lend them money. Don't let them move in with you after the first date. You know, you have mm-hmm. to make sure that you are putting some clear boundaries in place and protecting yourself because that's part of what this energy can do. And so mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you are using that energy in a positive way. Pisces is the energy that rules addictions. And so this could be somebody that may have a little problem, and you, you have to kind of watch that. And I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. talking about necessarily – an illegal substance. This could be somebody who's addicted to work, you know, and they're always working and not making enough time for you. Something like that. You have to sort of keep mm. your eyes open. And it's hard okay. because this is the chart of somebody who really wants love, who has a very mm-hmm. open heart and a very loving spirit. And I will tell you, have you um, been married before or seriously involved with somebody? Not for a long time, which is why I was calling to check on the timing. It's been a long time. And never been married, no. Okay. Because it looks like there could be more than one very serious relationship going on in this chart. And, yeah, that can be a good thing. So I am going to say, huh, hang on a minute. I'm looking at some things. I think more going into next year. Not so much Mm -hmm. this year, but going in starting around January, and I would say Mm -hmm. January through April, you Mm -hmm. really move into a very beautiful and very nice energy around love and romance. It's powerful Mm -hmm. as well. And I love the fact that even though technically it's really there around January, I would start to notice December because December is around the holidays, and that is usually Mm -hmm. a very social period of time. So I'm going to encourage you to accept all your invitations. Go to every Christmas party. Go to every Hanukkah party. Go to every (laughs) backyard barbecue and get together an invitation that you receive because there is a strong love vibrational energy that is right there at the beginning of 2020, and you want to, you know, kind of meet it halfway. You want to create some opportunities where you can meet somebody, where you're out there being social. You know, chances are they don't knock on your door, you know, unless there's a FedEx guy (laughs) delivering something. What aspect is that, if you don't mind me asking? I don't mind Is it a Venus aspect? It is not necessarily a Venus aspect. I'm looking at Jupiter. Jupiter is going to go into Capricorn. But the way Mm -hmm. it is going to do this and the way it's going to move, it's going to touch upon your moon, which is in Mm -hmm. Libra, which is all about love. And it is going to touch upon Pluto which is power and transformation. That's, oh, that's a oh, lot you mean of love like energy there, Cam. <laughs> no, that's a whole lot. I like that. That's a whole but, lot, and it's just around the corner. 
with both um, Pluto and the moon being up there at the top of your chart, it's there, Mm -hmm. you know, in your career house. This could be somebody you meet at work or somebody that you meet through some sort of work function or something like that. This could be somebody who embodies those principles of Libra, which is kindness and beauty and Mm -hmm. a loving spirit. I really, really like that energy. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that it's out there. And I'm, I, I was just going to last all year. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Claudia is mm-hmm. keeping me on track. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's letting okay, me know well, that I have you. to stop. But I'm glad that it's just, hang on, it's right around the corner. I will, absolutely. Um, I had a, just a quick question about an aspect. about. I, um, I wish I could answer this, Cam, uh, but I have other people waiting. What I would say is if you want a book, um, a mini reading for anybody who calls and wants more information. I don't usually do a 30-minute reading, but I will do that for you if you want that. Just email me, oh, thank you. and if you want to focus on that, I'll be happy to do that with you, just to go into a little sure. bit more detail. Thanks so much. Okay, my pleasure. Okay, emailed you. Yeah, my email is on my website, exploreastrology.com. And there's there's a tab there that says contact me, and you can just email me through that, and I'll get it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. So just to let you know that Mike is on the QE, and Mike, I will ring you in when it's your time. And um, so now what is next in the agenda, Susan? I just want to give people a, a little heads up about some of the things that are going on astrologically in October because it's a, it's a busy month astrologically. There's a lot going on. Today, on October 3rd, Mercury is changing signs from Libra and is going into Scorpio. And it's going to stay there all month. And then right there at the tail end of the month, literally on October 31st, you can't get too much more tail end than that, it is going to... Leave Well, it's not actually going to leave, but it is going to change direction, and it is going to shift from direct motion into retrograde motion. And I can hear everybody groaning. They hate Mercury retrograde. So, Claudia, I hate to tell you, but if you think you're having technological difficulties when Mercury is direct, I can only imagine what it is going to be like when Mercury is retrograde. So, and this is Halloween. So if any of you are planning Halloween parties or going to Halloween parties, confirm your costume, pick it up early, keep your receipts, this kind of thing. Because, there, you know, with Mercury retrograde, there can be boo-boos and snafus and, you know, lost costumes and changed plans. And make sure you confirm everything and make sure you stay flexible. Because Mercury is going to go retrograde on October 31st. And it is going to stay that way until November 19th. And it turns direct on November 20th. But that still gives us about three weeks of dealing with Mercury retrograde. So make sure that you confirm, you keep your receipts, you don't... I would not buy major purchases of Mercury's retrograde. So if you can buy them before the 31st, I would do that. Um, So Mercury is just moving out of Libra and going into Scorpio today. You know, Venus is also going to go into Scorpio on October 8th. So that is some deep, intense energy. You know, Scorpio is not a lightweight. Scorpio wants to talk about deep subjects. It wants to get into, you know, the dark and the mysterious. And it can be kind of woo-woo. You know, I talk about Pisces being very woo-woo, but Scorpio likes what is hidden, what is a secret. So you may be able to meditate more. You may want to get a reading. It's like you want to pierce that veil. So Scorpio can actually help you meditate more easily. But you may be thinking deep thoughts, and you may not necessarily be as chatty as usual. Now, Mars goes into Libra today, and the sun is already in Libra. So you kind of have a balance here. Libra is pretty social and pretty chatty. Scorpio is pretty reserved and a little antisocial. No offense to Scorpio. So you kind of have a little back and forth, which I like, because I think if you work it right, you can find a lot of balance there. So just make sure that you don't overtax yourself going and doing and, you know, putting too much of yourself out there. But don't close the door and lock yourself in your room either. You've got to get out and interact with the world a little bit. 
And so Venus, you know, with that Libra energy, it loves people and it loves being social. So find some quiet time to regenerate your batteries and then get out there and be with your friends and your family and the people you love. So that's part of what's going on. Be careful about sarcasm because Mercury in Scorpio can be kind of biting and it can be very sarcastic. And so just make a mental note that when you're talking to people, to speak kindly because you can be very blunt and sometimes that can come out the wrong way. You know, you don't want to say, oh, God, yes, those pants make you look fat. There's a better way to say that, you know, and, and you can find it if you stop and think a minute. So that intensity, that bluntness, Scorpio has everything black and white. Our speech can be very black and white. This doesn't work. You know, we may not even realize that there's a little tone to our speech there. But on the other hand, you may have some very profound discussions about life and death and what's going on and people's wishes and end of life and topics we normally don't spend too much time talking about. They're going to come up this month, and that's perfectly normal with what's going on. So, okay, I'm going to switch it up a little bit, and I'm going to ask who our next caller is. Now we're going to go with Candy, and then after Candy, we'll get to Mike. Okay. Hey, Candy, are you there? Candy? Candy, can you hear us? Candy? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? Candy, I have your chart in in front of me, and so what is it that you wanted to ask me? Um, I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Um, what I emailed was, um, I'm kind of curious as to why I'm very nice to people and I, and I'm very loving why I don't always get that back in return. That's kind of the only thing. Okay. I'm going to tell you that I see some karma, some past life information here about what I call the the nice syndrome. You know, in a way, this is very beautiful because I can see aspects here that say that you as a soul have had lifetimes where you have learned how to love. You have learned what it is to be in love. You have learned what it is to, to honor kindness and compassion. You've learned what it is to listen to somebody and to cooperate with them, to think about us instead of about me. And that's lovely because so many people are working on that. You nailed it. You've already got that. You know how to think about us. So much so that it's almost as if you're a little out of balance. With a chart like this, it's very easy for you to be too accommodating, for you to, to go too far. Oh, okay, you, you want Mexican? Well, I'm allergic, but that's all right. We, we can go. I'll just use my <laughs> EpiPen, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you're used to making the other person happy. But in this lifetime, Candy, that's not what you came in to learn how to do. You know how to do that. In this lifetime, okay. you came in to learn about yourself. In this lifetime, okay. you came in to learn about how do I honor and give to myself as much as I do other people. And that's hard because when you're so used to giving and, and, you know, certainly depending on maybe our our religion or our faith, which is really going to stress giving, you know, we we think if we think about ourselves, it takes something for ourselves where, you know, selfish and mean people. But I'm telling you, your chart is showing that you're learning about self, that you are learning about where's my voice, where's Candy's voice, what do I need, what do I want. These are questions you haven't even asked. And in this lifetime, you came in to ask them. And so when you give out love and kindness and peace and harmony that are so natural to you, you don't always get that back because it's giving you the opportunity, and I hate saying this a little bit, but I need to, it gives you the opportunity okay. to kind of toughen up a little bit and to say, well, you know mm-hmm. what? No, I don't believe I'm going to pick you up at the airport at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, no, <laughs> I don't believe it's convenient for me to bake three dozen cupcakes for the PTA tonight. I have some other things to do. It's very difficult for you to say no to anybody. 
Yeah. And so people, yeah, I can I can see it in the chart, which does great credit to your heart, not nearly as much to your head, but great credit to your heart, Sandy. You know. <laughs> and so this is you having to learn about when do you put a stop to this. When do you say, no, I deserve to be treated better? Or, no, it's rude to cancel at the last minute. Why did you do that? I don't see you doing that to other people. And this is a huge, huge challenge for you. Every part of you resists what I'm saying. I can feel it through the phone. No, I don't want to have to do that. (laughs) That's mean. I'm not going to do that. (laughs) But I'm also going to tell you that unless you can start to find your sense of honoring self and your boundaries, people are not necessarily going to give back to you with the loving kindness that you give to them. It's like an out-of-control three-year-old. They're throwing a tantrum, they're yelling, and they're screaming. But the more that you give to them, the more out of control they become. And when you set some limits and you're like, no, your bedtime is at 8 o'clock, buddy, you're going to bed, they calm down, and, and a better relationship is established. So this is what I would suggest as far as you making sure that you are treated well, that you don't just allow yourself to be used or mistreated or, or you know, ignored or taken advantage of and tell yourself it's spiritual or I'm rising above this or I'm taking the high road, because really that could be just hiding from something that's uncomfortable for you. For most of us... Okay. We don't like having to speak up and say, excuse me, I was here first. You know, which is, oh, no, I'll let them go first. I'll just, you know, we don't want to make a fuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a lot of more I'm, like that with my family than I am with okay. strangers. But, yeah, for sure. And And that's one of the reasons. So every time somebody is maybe not treating you as kindly as they should, this is an opportunity for you to grow your soul. It is an opportunity for you to stick up for yourself and say, excuse me, I was here first, or no, that's not the right change, or or whatever it is, whether it's a stranger or a casual acquaintance. And you don't have to do that with aggression and anger and, you know, you cut in line, I'm punching you in the nose, you you bad person. You (laughs) You know, you don't have to go that far. You know, you you can do this with a gentle assertion instead of, anger when i'm looking at this you know you've got your anger or your your mars planet which usually indicates anger that's in the seventh house which again is all about love and peace so you don't like being angry you don't like having to to say harsh words or 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 be on the outs with anybody so you've got you know a double triple challenge here trying to speak up but you know what our soul grows in all kinds of ways. And sometimes it grows with building bridges and buildings and curing diseases and making medical breakthroughs. And sometimes it grows through doing small, mundane, minor changes in our life every day. You know, you say, oh, my God, I did that. I spoke up. I did it. I did it. There's that, that sense of joy. We get that sense of power when we know we did something that is difficult for us. And yet, we asked that of ourselves when we did it. There's a feeling of power. And when you start to do that, no, I'm going to tell you right up front, Candy, you are not going to turn into some sort of megalomaniac. You're fine. You know, This choice yeah. is too kind and too loving to go in that direction. I just think you need to sort of um, be very clear about your boundaries. And the fact that you're okay. saying you're clear about your boundaries with your family tells me that you had to set something, that you had to look at that, that you had to figure it yeah, out. Now you need sure. to expand that, you know, not just family, but friends and acquaintances and even strangers and coworkers and everybody else. Start treating that like you did your family. Hang on a minute. What is going on here? Wow, this looks like a big year for work and for health. Hmm. You oh, health? Oh, gosh. Working in the... Oh, it's good? Yeah. Um, this year there's been a lot of energy around health and well-being, either yours or someone else's. It can be, you know, you had to give up sugar or change your diet or get your cholesterol under control, but it could also have been somebody else needing you and 
spending a lot of time taking somebody to the doctor or being with them in the hospital while they have a procedure. And, you know, there's been a lot of energy here this year around this, you know. Um, But it's getting ready to change. And so next year it moves into a much more pleasant energy. And it's much more fun. Yeah. And right here. Good. That's what I need. (laughs) Yes. You're ready to have a little fun. Even though mm-hmm. it does not technically change until December, I think you're going to start to feel this around November, maybe even this month, because what's going to happen is you start to say, I deserve a little something. This has been a tough year in certain ways, and I want some new clothes or jewelry, or, oh, aren't those earrings pretty, or let me give myself a massage or a spa day, or, you know, you start to indulge yourself. And that's fine because you deserve it. You know, um, yes, for sure. But all those things, I'm just going to warn you, all those things that I was talking about, clothes and jewelry and spa days, they're not for free. So I'm just going right. to tell you for the next few months, you may be spending more than usual. You may be like, okay. especially if you're going out doing Christmas shopping, it's going to be like, oh, I've had a, a year with all this health stuff. Let me buy me a little something. Oh, what a pretty watch. I deserve it. You know, you, you're going to be mm. more likely than usual to pull out those credit cards or you're definitely going to be buying yourself a Christmas present. <laughs> but it's a nice energy, and I like it. It's about being with friends. It's about enjoying life. Oh, darn. Okay, well, at least I got There's to tell you something good. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Okay, my pleasure. Thank you, Candy. Okay. Okay, so what's well, yeah, I'm noticing the time, and I want to make sure I get to everybody as well as have time at the end of the hour to talk about Libra because Libra is the sign of the month. So you know what? Let's get to Mike or Michael and um, see what's going on with him, and then I'll switch up and we'll do something else. Okay. Mike, are you there? I'm here. Thank you. Hi, Michael. What can I do for you today? What is it? I've got your chart. What would you like to Wonderful. I'm looking in regards to uh, life path, uh, you know, career aspects, uh, kind of at a, a transition, and just kind of wanted to get the uh, get your take on it. Okay. I'm going to tell you, you've got um, a lot of energy here in your chart that is moon-related in terms of work. And so it tells me that any kind of profession that is um, honoring the moon or dealing with something that the moon has dominion over is going to be a good career for you. The moon rules home and family. So any kind of career that deals with that is going to be good for you, maybe being a realtor, maybe working construction, maybe flipping homes, maybe being a designer, um, maybe working at Furniture Is Us, you know, kind of thing, Um, (laughs) decor. You may even work from home. Your profession may be, you know, you have an office in in your house and you work from home. Anything to do with children. You may, you know, this is kind of a creative chart. You may think about writing a children's book or you may think about um, developing a product for children because there are some gifts here around children. Maybe you design a special line of clothing or some sort of little gadget for a, a new mother that helps her you know, monitor something a little bit better for her newborn. Um, all of those are going to be very good careers for you. Moon also rules food. So you would do well in the restaurant business. You would do well maybe as a chef or a caterer, something like that. You, oh, you may write a cookbook. You've got writing talent in the chart, and the moon has food. There you go. You can be an acclaimed cookbook author kind of thing. Um, <laughs> I'm saying that a little facetiously, but I'm, I'm dead serious about the fact that those are good career avenues for you. Have you ever thought about doing anything in any of those industries? Well, yeah, um, real estate since I was like 18, but I was in the mortgage, yes. I'd been in the mortgage business. Um, and then I'm looking at uh, going back into medical sales um, in January, and but that I would use I would then start buying uh, duplexes and four mm-hmm. unit apartment complexes across um, you know the Midwest. Yeah, that's a natural for you. 
you just, I don't know, you you just have a chart where you're going to stumble onto something. It's almost like a blessing. It's almost like it falls at your feet. You know, like, Mike, hey, you want to buy this house? You know, and, and you, you do something with it, and it it turns into a gold mine. It's a beautiful blessing in this chart. Um, I am going to say, I do think between now, hang on a minute, and the end of January, you have a nice opportunity here in terms of real estate. Now, this can be, if you're thinking about moving, this is a good time to do it. Or you may, you know, like I said, luck into some sort of property that you want to buy for investment. This is a good time to get your home appraised. It's If you're thinking about buying a vacation home or something else, this is a good time to do it. You are moving into a new real estate and um, home kind of energy that is very positive for you. I will say, hang on a minute, I'm looking at this. I do think it's good for medical sales if you want to do that. It's just not quite as long-term on the medical as the home stuff or the land and real estate stuff. And so um, both are fine, but um, I'm more excited about the real estate stuff. Um, I can see that going on. I think you've really had some challenges these last couple of years in terms of home and family, and I don't know if – you know, you didn't ask me about this, but I'm going to tell you that early next year, in the beginning months of 2020, it feels like some of that responsibility and some of that pressure starts to ease up because you've had a, a tough time here. And I will say that I really like that. And so you have one planet that is, you know, kind of um, telling you to eat your vegetables is starting to leave. And another planet that is saying, where's the party, is starting to come in. So I think you're going to move into 2020 with a much brighter outlook on life and a much happier outlook on life. It's still emotional, but it's a positive emotion, and you're not as weighed down with the seriousness. So it's a good time for you to make changes that fulfill you and changes that you want to make. I, you didn't ask me about this, but I'm also going to say that right now and through the beginning of, of the year in January – it's a very nice time for romance. Are are you married or single? Or you don't have to tell me this if you don't want to. I I sort of. Oh no, no, I'm I'm single, and it's funny because the new job uh, that would start in January would take me back to California. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there, so there there perfect. there's already. Uh, yeah, was all, was trying to get into uh, to move this weekend because uh, they have a new. I used to work for the company and I uh, was very successful. And I figured I I'm kind of a little flighty in that sense where I all of a sudden I stay in one area. It usually hits, takes about the three year mark and then I move. And that was okay. kind of the thing. And I was like, wait wait a minute, it was pretty good back there. I didn't realize how good it was. <laughs> I love astrology. What a coincidence. I tell you, this is right? a good time, and your life is changing, man. <laughs> yes, and I'm single, so yes. There you go. I think you're going to be dating. I think you're going to be looking around in a, in a very nice way, and I think you're going to meet possibly more than one person. So um, I am so glad that I got to tell you something good and that there's something to look forward to right there at the beginning of the year. Awesome. Wonderful. Okay. Like, Thanks for calling it, in. It, it, yeah, it actually worked out exactly the way it's going. So um, good to be intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be intuitive. I should make that into a T-shirt. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Michael. And, Claudia, I know that you said we had somebody on the line who is a Sagittarius and wanted to ask about Sagittarius in general, and I want to make sure that I get to them and, and you know answer whatever questions that I can for them. Yeah, and she's here. Laura, can you hear us? Yes, Laura. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Okay, Laura. I, it's Susan, yes. and I'm just I'm um, wondering what kind of questions you have about Sag that I can maybe give you some answers to. Just what's coming up in the next month or two, um, you know, uh, with family, career, I mean, just anything that you might have. Okay. Or I can be more Ooh. specific. I love that. It's like wide open. <laughs> okay. 
I'm going to say this past month in September, it looks as if you have just been working a lot. I don't know what you do for a living, but it does feel like you, there's been some professional demands, maybe extra hours or meetings or running around or people demanding unreasonable things. It just looks like there's been a lot going on there. Now, the nice thing is, is that that is changing. And right now today, on October 3rd, some of that stress and busyness and, you know, irritation about work, that's starting to leave. And so what I see in October is some energy here with friends. So this month is a good time to have friends over for dinner or make some plans to get together and have a ladies' luncheon or something. It's You may pick up the phone and call a friend you haven't talked to in ages or all of the above. It's a nice, very pleasant, very positive energy for being around um, social activities, friendship situations, groups of people that you, you feel like-minded with. Very nice for all of that. You know, Sag is, is usually positive, and people like being around you. But I also want you to be aware um, that today Mercury just changed from Libra into Scorpio, as I mentioned, and on the 8th, which is just, what, Tuesday coming up, Venus is going to follow and also move into Scorpio. Now, even the sun at the end of the month on the 23rd is going to move into Scorpio. One by one, as those planets move into Scorpio, you, your thoughts are going to turn more within. You know, the area that they're moving into is one that is rather private and reserved. And so you may start pondering things. You know, this is where we just kind of, you know, close the doors, start thinking things. You may feel a little more physically tired. This part of the chart doesn't have a lot of get up and go. It's very much about our inner self. You may think about therapy. Not that you're, you know, like completely screwed up or anything. but you Oh, know, no, you I just... am, and we all need it. I don't care <laughs> we what all anyone are. says. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you may think, oh, I, I want to talk to a counselor, or, oh, I thought I was done with this issue 10 years ago, and now here it is again. It's a very yeah. psychologically oriented energy. So it's very much about inner healing and emotional healing. And it's powerful, but it's also private. So you may not be talking about things with people that much. And you may want to sleep more or be home more. You know, I'm talking about all this, go and do all this stuff with friends, and that part is great. And then you come home and you just don't even want to pick up the phone or be bothered with anybody. So it's, you know, it's a little black and white there. It's, you, you can be very on and you can enjoy your friends and groups, and then you're home and you just don't want to deal with the world and you don't want to deal with people. You may just shut off the TV and ignore the phone and just start to think about things. It's actually a very good energy for all things to do with spiritual matters. This is a very woo-woo kind of house. You may think about getting a reading. You may go to attend a, a psychic fair, a mind-body-spirit expo. You may start to explore your own intuitive development. You may start to read some books about how do I, you know, enhance my own natural A lot of things have been happening to me yeah. with that. It's crazy. I am so. not one little bit surprised. It's supposed to be happening. So you may be like, oh, my God, what am I doing? What did I? It's just the energy that is sort of making that veil a little bit thinner. And you're able to wow. just, you know, I don't know, have a dream about grandma who died 10 years ago. Or you know that your best friend needs you. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be very <laughs> strong. Crazy. And so for some people that can be a little bit disconcerting. But I think I think you're you know grounded and I think you're aware and I think you're going to be able to handle that just fine and even look at that as a good thing. You may say, "What the heck was that?" But you know you may be intrigued and you start to you know look at groups to join or look at places that may have more information for you. Now this is only going to last for about a month, maybe moving into six weeks, and then by the end of the year it sort of moves on. So understand that this is like a heightened period for you, for spiritual awareness. And so meditation is easier. Um, prayer is easier. You, you have those questions. And the, this is not about necessarily about religion, but this is about direct communication with the divine. Maybe you call that God. Maybe you call that the universe or, or the ultimate source. But whatever name you have for that, this is about that inner seeking. And it can be a very beautiful thing. 
I'll tell you something yeah. else. I don't know if you do anything artistically, but this is a very artistic energy. It is a beautiful energy artistically. You may decide yes. to take up finger painting or join a watercolor class or you you know go to the movies more. You sign up for, for a season ticket at the theater. And this is where I would tell you if you're discouraged or tired or whatever, go do something that is artistic. Go to the museum. Go to a, a movie that is uplifting. This is switch gears into that area and you'll regain your balance. Almost like steering into a skid, they tell you. Steer into the areas of artistic expression, and you just seem to balance out, if that okay. makes any sense to you. Yes, it and does. Then, it totally does. Okay. By the end of the year, you have a lot more energy. Right now, you may be feeling a little bit tired, and, and yeah. that's normal. It, it's like that's with this energy, I'd be more surprised if you said, oh, no, I, I have lots of energy. You know, sometimes we feel physically tired. We, we want to nap. And... You know, I'm in my 60s, and I tend to put all that stuff down to age. Oh, well, I guess this is what it's like now, and I'm in my 60s. I need a nap. You know, but this is just because of the energy that's going on. So honor your body, and by the end of the year, your physical energy will come back. All right. This is very inner. Yeah, this is all about the inner life. Well, um, um, I hope I gave you some good information. (laughs) You did, and you were completely right on, so I really appreciate it. Thank you, Claudia, as well. Thank you guys so much. Oh, my pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Now, I'm going to ask Claudia the last – I know we're 10 minutes to the end of the hour. I cannot believe this went so fast. Um, (laughs) Okay. But I am going to ask if there's anybody else that's waiting for me, I can do one more call. Otherwise, I'll start yes. to talk about. Okay. All right. Who who else do we have? And I will squeeze them in before I start to talk about Libra. Okay. This is a 919 caller. Can you hear me? I can, yes. Nine. Uh, welcome. Can I have your first name and where are you calling us from? Uh, my name is Kay, and I'm presently in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome. And Kay, what sign are you? Capricorn. Okay. All right. I love Atlanta. I used to live there, lived there for years. And oh, it's, I, it's, I moved here from North Carolina, and I absolutely think that that was the very best thing I could have ever done. <laughs> And I did exactly the opposite. I moved from Atlanta to North Carolina. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I will say it's very different. But one yeah. of the things that I like is the traffic. Because let me tell you, there is oh, no traffic yeah. like Atlanta traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's true. Um, as a Capricorn, what did you want to ask me? Or what kind of answers or information can I give you? Um, I do have a question. I, um, I was unemployed for about... 12 months, well, well, about a year, a little bit over a year, and it was a struggle, and I paid, remained patient and calm as much as I could, but I have been blessed the past probably a little bit less than two months to be in a phenomenal job, and it's going wonderfully. Um, my manager was very stressful, and she ended up leaving work the other day, sick, and now she is on leave indefinite right now and things are going great in the job but I'm just I'm wondering how this is going to play out because it feels wonderful but it's scary well unnerving let me say it that way well I don't think you're going to lose your job it does look like October has a lot of activity around your career now, okay. this can be around your manager. This could be around, you know, higher up, past your manager's level. But mm-hmm. the energy is very positive. It's very loving. It's Libra-like. So it's talking about oh people Oh, my coming. God, she is a Libra. <laughs> God, I love astrology. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, you know, Libra is not usually um, angry, loud, or aggressive. So this, you know, is showing that probably this can come together in a harmonious way. This may even benefit you or help you, or you may be able to help your manager in some way or, you know, those she reports to in some way. So I don't necessarily look at this 
as a terrible thing, you know, with the okay. little bit of information that I have. I will Good. say, um, for most of 2019 and late 2018, you had Jupiter stuck in the 12th house. And I would, you know, think that you had a very emotional and very, very challenging time for most of I this do. year. Yeah. I do. And, <laughs> you know, that's, we all go through that. But it's not always an easy time emotionally. We beat ourselves up. We're scared. We're nervous. We don't know what's going on. We, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, and this is just starting to change. Officially, this changes for you on December 3rd, but I think that you are already in the midst of this new energy. Um, Jupiter is changing signs, and it is moving from one house to a new house. And I will tell you, between now and February of 2020, I would look for your work life to expand. I would look for wow. them to maybe give you more work or you might volunteer to take on some things. Or This is a time when you might really be looked at very well. Like, oh, that, oh hey, wow. that new person, she's, she's really stepping up. So don't be afraid to at least volunteer or, or make yourself known. Or they may just say, hey, can you do this? and say, yeah, I'll give it my best shot, guide me through it, I'll take it on kind of thing. So they're going to be wow. seeing you more. Yeah. You may be seeing a lot more people that you normally wouldn't see. Um, they may be bringing in other people. I'm not just talking about the situation with your manager. They may expand your department. They may expand the company. It definitely looks as if your work life and your professional life is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And this goes yes. on into the spring of 2020. And That's so, you get, yeah, you get your confidence back. You start to think, yeah. oh, I can do a little something. I know a little something. And yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that. You yes. start to feel strong and confident, and other people notice that. So I look at this, you know, I hope your, your manager's okay, but professionally, I think your professional life is improving. Wonderful. Thank you so much. You actually, this is just confirmation of what my intuition had been telling me. I sometimes downplay it, but I had this feeling, so thank you. That's just confirmation. My pleasure. That is often all we need is somebody else to tell us the same thing. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now we are right here at the tail end of of the hour. I cannot believe it has once again gone so quickly. Um, And usually at the tail end of the hour, I always like to talk a little bit about the sign of the month. And so this month's sign is Libra. And Libra is ruled by Venus. And so, you know, Venus is the goddess of love and beauty. And Libras are often very attractive. You know, they, they have a, a beautiful prettiness or they understand how to dress. Or, you know, Libras, regardless of their gender, are not going to leave the house slovenly or with a wrinkled shirt. They're going to notice how you're dressed and they want to present themselves in a certain way. Their, their shoes are going to match, and they're going to have the right jewelry on, and they're, they're going to look good, you know, when they leave the house. And they can be very comfortable in terms of love, like they're comfortable flirting, and they may just be very charming and very gracious. Weavers want to not only present a nice appearance themselves, but they want their home to be welcoming and gracious and, and look a certain way. So they're going to notice if they come in and, and the walls are painted a color that doesn't match the rug, they're too charming to say anything, but they're going to notice it. You know? But remember, the scales is the symbol for Libra. And the scales are not usually in perfect balance. The scales are usually going up and down and up and down. And so Libra can go up and down like that. It can be very challenging for Libra to make a firm decision and stick to it. Because they make a decision and then they see the other side. Oh, should I go to this party? Yes, I'm going to go. I've been wanting to go to this party. Oh, but if I go to this party, I'm going to get home late and I have to get up early. Maybe I shouldn't go. Well, if I don't go, I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. I should really go. Oh, but if I go, and on and on and on it goes. And it's not that, you know, they're, they're not intelligent. This is an air sign. Libras are very smart, very quick. But they have trouble making a firm decision, sticking to it, because they see so many possibilities. And so if you're the parent of a Libra child, don't say, what do you want for dinner tonight? 
narrow those choices and say, do you want a hamburger or a fish stick for dinner tonight? You know, give yourself a break because this could take them all day to figure out what they want for dinner tonight. So decisions are not always their quickest thing. They get there, but you have to give them a little extra time. The thing with Libra you have to remember is with Venus as their ruling planet, they don't want to upset anybody. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They want all harmony and love and light all the time. So it's very difficult for them to say something if they think it's going to hurt your feelings. So they may not tell you that, you know, yes, that tie is hideous, you know, because I'm not going to tell them that. That's going to hurt his feelings. So it's not that they're, you know, not truthful, but they're very, very tactful. Sometimes they're so tactful that you don't realize that they told you something you don't like. You know, one of my old bosses was a Libra, and he had to let somebody go. And he kept talking to her about all the new opportunities waiting, and we didn't want to hold her back. And You know, this woman laughed with, like, this big smile. Life is waiting for me. You know, I'm sure she got home that night and went, wait a minute, I just got canned. You know, so Libra is very good at smoothing over difficult situations and helping you to feel good and being loving and charming. But they have to learn that it's okay to get angry. And it's okay to say, yes, I'm angry about this, because that's not a bad thing. We all get angry, and how do you express it? So Libra learning that is one of their big challenges. If you're the parent of a Libra, that's one of the things that you as a parent can help them understand, that couples fight or people get angry and they get mad at brothers and sisters, and that's all right. That's part of living, and that's part of growing up. But many Libras go into artistic professions, they just have that eye for style and color and fashion, and they go into, you know, interior design and, and designing fabrics and, you know, creating clothes. And, you know, they may go into luxury-oriented professions. They, they create fine chocolates. They work in a Mercedes-Benz dealership. You know, they, they like the nicer things, the finer things in life. They don't want anything that's cheap or shoddy or, you know, imitation anything. They'd rather have one nice you know, piece of something that really looks good and is good quality. And that's part of that graciousness of Libra. It is a lovely, lovely sign, and this is their month. And so if you know any Libras, be sure to tell them, happy birthday from Karmic Astrology at CVU. So, Claudia, where are we on time? Uh, well, we're just a little over, but it's perfect. It's, it, okay. You did a great job. It's 702, so you did great. Oh, better than usual. I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. So I want to thank everybody that was on your show, all the callers, all the listeners. We have a lot of people on the chat room. And all the information that you have given us is so, so nice. I love how accurate you were with your readings and how much people got out of it. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I tell you, astrology is like everybody's secret weapon. It just, it helps us all. It can give us all good information. So, okay, until next month. Well, actually, it's at the end of of October, unless you want to skip October. We have you scheduled for the 28th, so. No, we'll, we'll stay with the end of October. So we'll see you on October 28th. Anybody that wants to be on the show, remember to send your information, and we will select three people, two or three people for the show with Susan Reynolds. Well, okay. You take care. Thanks for being on all the technological things to make this run smoothly, (laughs) and we'll talk in a few weeks. Oh, guess what? You're getting the Mercury retrograde at the end. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> wait for that that show. <laughs> yeah, you were saying good luck, Claudia. I think it's gonna be good luck, Susan and Claudia. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> we'll, we will okay, just roll so with the punches. We will, we will, and have fun and help as much as we can. So, Susan, again, thank you for being here. Everybody, have a beautiful weekend. It's going to be gorgeous here in North Carolina, finally, some fall weather. And I can't wait to see you again. Okay, take care, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.